Happy Feel Good Friday. Welcome to Hammer Don. The number one gambling podcast coming out of the PMI office. Office. I am Tone Diggs, joined by Bubba Gampino and our NFL expert, former NFL GM, every single role in and off, front office, coach, scout, you name it, Mr. Michael Lombardi. What's up, fellas? How are we doing today, huh? Michael, how are you doing today? Let's get right into it. What did you think about last night? You know, I think that whenever you play the Chiefs, you better win the middle eight. I wrote about the middle eight oh, in yeah. my book. Uh, the uh, the last four minutes of the first half, the first four minutes of the second half. And, you know, I think Houston had an opportunity. They're down 14-7. to seven. They gave up a, a four-point play, which was horrible. You know, you knew the ball was going to Kelsey down there. They didn't double him. He got inside out, and they score a touchdown. Okay, you live with the mistake. You go on. Two minutes to go in the half, you're driving it, and you try a 51-yard field goal. Now, at some point, someone's going to finally admit that fifth field goals are turnovers. They turn the ball over, and instead of going in 14-10, to 10, maybe 14-14, to 14, they go in the half 17-7, to 7, knowing that the, the Chiefs are getting the ball to start uh-huh. the second half. So that game goes from a, a chance to be close at halftime to a blowout in the third quarter. And then you you can't play from behind against the Chiefs, especially when they can score and control the ball the way they did. They played left-handed last night. They had 13 third downs. They never typically do that. They usually have eight third downs in a game. But they played left-handed. They, they chose to run ball control, run the ball, mm-hmm. and short passing game. Tyreek Hill wasn't a factor. But they beat them the way they wanted to play. So hats off to Kansas City. The under cashed, but the uh, but if you took the points you, and gave up the points, you were smart. I was on the wrong side of that one. Yeah, we uh, Gumpy and I both, or Gumpy teased the uh, the uh, over and the uh, Chiefs, so he was good. And then I had the Chiefs, but then I lost the uh, the UAB game. I mean, they had some chances, um, but that was our our. our bets last night uh the under was wild because i mean it was under all day until the the fourth quarter um but yeah i mean it seemed like the chiefs weren't rusty at all um david johnson looked good will fuller looked good for the texans a little bit but i mean i don't know how to judge them it was it the chiefs just that good or the texans didn't look good i think that the right side of the texans offensive line was problematic uh-huh. i mean you know titus howard the kid they drafted in the first round two years ago didn't play well against frank clark and then certainly, you know, Zach Fulton did not play well against Chris Jones. And that gave Deshaun Watson some real trouble. And I think that was the biggest problem. And that's why he couldn't get the ball worked down the field like he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I think the Texans defensively, Watt had two tackles. They're not going to be good enough on defense. They're gonna, they can't win games if they score, you know, seven points going into the fourth quarter. They're not going to win very many games because they're going to give up some points on defense. They need to play better offense and they need to control the pace of the game better. I thought David Johnson was much better. But I think the criticism that I have, when you play the Chiefs, you better play Canadian football. And by that I mean you better get first downs and two downs because you don't want to risk losing, kicking the ball back to them, punting the ball back to them because you don't convert your third downs. So you've got to be really good with your extensive uh, second-down play call sheet. We don't talk about second down call sheet very much. But, for example, last year, the New Orleans Saints were the best Canadian football team in the NFL. Sean Payton loves to go first downs on second down. And when you do that, you stay out of third down. You also get the clock working in your favor. And I think that's where they lost the game as well. 
Yeah, Mike, do you think Fuller is going to be good enough to be that number one option for Watson, or do you think he'll have trouble filling the boots of Hopkins there? Uh, no, I think he will be. I mean, I, th- I look, the reason Hopkins was so successful, Hopkins covered on every play. No, Hopkins can't run away from anyone. Mm-hmm. He can catch anything within within his radius, which is remarkable. He's like Inspector Gadget the way he can mm-hmm. extend his arms. But Fuller could take the top off of the defense. I think the early drop hurt them. They needed that. That was the first drive of the game. That hurt them. And, you know, I think the protection's got to get much better. They've got to be able to – so Watson can hold the ball to get it down the field. All right, Michael, let's jump into uh, the game, the rest of the games this weekend that we didn't talk about yesterday, and then we will get your uh, picks uh, for the weekend, and then we'll let you go, and then we'll get into uh, ours. So let's start Jets at Bills, currently Bills minus 6.5. What do you think about this game? You know, I mean, look, this is – everybody is – this is one of those games where last year, you know, when you watched them, the the Jets – for whatever reason, played the Bills oh, pretty yeah. well. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they had them sixteen to nothing at the at the at going in the fourth quarter and lost that game, and then they came back and played them. A lot of people are taking the Jets in the points here. You know, and the Jets have no names on defense, but they had no names on defense last year. You know, and Greg Williams does such a great job of pressuring, and Josh Allen's inability to be accurate with the football makes me worried here. Uh, I don't love the Jets receivers. There's really, you know, no. who, who is going to be the guy they're getting the ball to? You know, Le'Veon Bell could be a much better player this year for them. I think he needs to be. So, you know, my inclination is these divisional games in September are usually close. They're usually really close. I would take the points in the Jets. Yeah, then it's the lowest total of the weekend at 39.5, and, and I assume it's for reasons like you just said, the, the Jets literally have no weapons on the outside. Josh Allen is inconsistent at best throwing the ball down the field. Um, I see there's there's actually some money on the under there. Uh, I remember they played early last year, and that, that game easily went under. Um, are you taking anything around that side? Yeah, I mean, look, I, you know, again, I'm cautious because people say, well, they don't have – Jets don't have Jamal Adams, but they have Greg Williams who does yeah. a really good job. And I think when you break Williams down – he makes Josh Allen play faster. And when a guy who's inaccurate has to play faster, he becomes more inaccurate. Now, you know, you guys got the numbers in front of you, just like I'm looking at here. You know, a lot of people, there's not a lot of ticket counts on the Jets, but there's a lot of money on the Jets. I think that line's a little long. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, Jets have 54% of the money is what I'm seeing and uh, only 28% of the bets. So it's like the Sharps, like you said, the Sharps like the Jets in this game. No doubt, no doubt, and you know, I think really what we the, the 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 people listening to this podcast need to understand: you want to be on the side of the book. Yes, you want to be on the side of the book. You want to be on the side where there's no money, because that's typically now you you're going to lose some, but you'll be sixty percent winner if you're on the side of the money. The Bills were also a lot better against the spread on the road last year. Not as great at home. All right, let's and let's let's jump now to uh, Eagles and the football team. The uh, football team is is getting five and a half at home, and you're talking about being on the side of the book. Um, only getting thirty five percent of the bets is the Washington football team, but almost sixty percent of the money. So that would be the side of the book on this one. What do you think? Uh, this is a book you play all the way here. I, I think this is a tough matchup for the Eagles. I think you know. I mean, anybody want to guess what the Eagles' record is the last two years after winning the Super Bowl? Not great, I would assume. It's 19 and 16 counting playoffs, mm-hmm. three games over 500. I mean, they're not a great team. And we have them up, you know, people have a perception that they are, but they're not. And they get they have a lot of injuries. 
you know, and I think the strength of this Washington football team is in their defensive front. Yep. The weakness of the Eagles is in their offensive line. I think they're going to put pressure on Carson Wentz. I think it's going to be hard. Haskins played well against them last year. I don't know if he can duplicate that. But my inclination is I think this is, again, once again, a harder matchup for Philly than they think it's going to be. Heat, humidity will be a factor in this game. I'm taking the Redskins in the points here. I'm going to be on the side of the book. Yeah, and to your point, I remember the Reds or the Washington football team playing the Eagles very well last year. They did. They, remember the opener? They had them in. They had them in halftime, and then Deshaun Jackson made two huge plays. And let's go back to when Carolina played the Eagles when Ron, when Riverboat Ron was the coach of the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. They were up. The Eagles were up twenty to nothing in the third in the fourth quarter and lost that game. Yeah. So uh, Washington lost by five in Week One, and then in 10 in week 15, but it was closer than that 10. I remember the Eagles coming back there at the end, and, and I had a late cover. Uh, so the next game on our list after uh, is Seattle at the Falcons. Falcons are getting two and a half. I strangely like the the Falcons here for some reason because I know the Seattle, Seattle, when they go east week one, is, doesn't have a great record, but I also have a hard time trusting the Falcons because last year they were bad. You know, I, I mean, this one. I'm. I, this is one of my plays of the week. I like Atlanta here. I, I like Atlanta for a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. but I think you can throw the ball in Seattle, and I don't think Seattle has a great pass rush, and I think that Seattle's secondary can be exploited. You know, I mean, Jamal Adams is a nice player, but he doesn't cover anybody, and I think that this team's healthy. Atlanta's healthy. Calvin Ridley will be a huge factor in the game. Julio's going to be a huge factor in the game. You know, the tight end will be a huge factor. I mean, they've uh-huh. got weapons in Atlanta, you know, and, and this is the best Todd Gurley's going to be all season, right? This is the best he's going to be. And so I, I like what Raheem Morris did last year on defense. I think he helped them. They lost 27-20 to 20 to the uh-huh. to Seattle last year before they made the change. I think, you know, I hate betting against Russell Wilson. I hate betting against him. But I just think this is one of those times where I think Atlanta playing at home, this is a game that Atlanta really, they any slow start by Atlanta, they could see a change in coaching staff. So they got to get it going quick. Also, this will be the best that the Falcons defense is all year because they all they are always riddled with injuries. They have the talent on the defense. They just have always been riddled with injuries on that side of the ball. Uh, and, and part of my place this week is the fact that the teams I'm playing are healthy now. I don't know if I play these teams in December, uh-huh. but they're healthy now. And I, I think you got to take advantage of it. Look, Atlanta, you know, Atlanta's got a chance to, uh, you know, they, I don't know, you know, they jumped all over Todd Gurley. And everybody told me Todd Gurley's, you know, was wasn't healthy and, you know, yada, yada, yada. He hasn't looked the same since two years. Yeah. But, you know, when you line up, when you line up, Whatever you think of Gurley, when you line up Gurley in the backfield, you've got Hayden Hurst at tight end, who's a really good player. You've got Julio, Calvin Ridley, you know, whoever the third receiver is, plus an offensive line that's not bad. You're going to put some points on the board, and I I think they will. I think they'll move the ball effectively on him. Now, the key is going to be, can Fowler rush the passer? Can McKinley rush the passer? Can they put pressure on them, and can they hold up in the secondary? I think they will. Well, we saw it last night with David Johnson. Same thing could happen. The same exact thing could happen for the Falcons. Yep, exactly right. That's right. You know, play well for two quarters and then get hurt. I would uh, like to welcome into the room Mr. Pat McAfee, I believe. Uh Uh-oh. There should be drum rolls. Hey, what's going on? I'm trying to put some uh, batteries in my thing. Lombardi, 
I got to say, everything you're saying, is, I just, I don't agree. <laughs> That's all right. That's why we call it betting. There's always the other side. I haven't heard a thing you said, to be honest with you, but I do know that I came in here strictly to flex my night last night. Did you see what I did last night, Lombardi? No, I did not. I missed that. Huge player prop night. Oh, oh I saw eight and nine it. last night, Lombardi. Went eight and nine last night. Wow. Oh, oh you're on fire. What do you like? Well, I mean, keep the streak going. Don't talk about it. Keep it going. Eight, is eight and nine eight. good? I don't know. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> I made a, uh, we have a super boost going this weekend for yep. the Indianapolis Colts. Minus seven and a half. Have you talked about this with him? No, I have not. Minus seven and a half. The Colts going down to Jacksonville to play against a team that's obviously taking under the leadership of David Blaine Caldwell, I've heard a legend say. I got that boosted from. Hey, uh, I I would love to take the Colts. I'm worried about the heat and humidity down there. That's the one thing I'm worried about is them tiring out. But I think they're going to wear Jacksonville down with that big offensive line. Plus, I think Rivers will play really well. I mm-hmm. think Rivers will have a good game against them. I mean, he's basically playing against a team that he's practiced against for the last four years because the scheme they run in Jacksonville is exactly the scheme they run in Los Angeles defensively. It's exactly the same scheme. It's 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 Gus Bradley's scheme. It's it's the same scheme. So he's used to it. I mean, he knows it. He can see it. I think he's going to have a huge day down there. Hmm. Mike, what do you think about Chargers Bengals? Bengals are getting three at home. I, I you know, look, I, call me crazy, but I like the Bengals offensively. They've got, I mean, their offensive line's much better. They get the Williams kid back at left tackle. I don't think they're great in the offensive line, but I think Joe Mixon deserves a Purple Heart for getting a thousand yards running behind <laughs> that line last year. I mean, that was amazing, right? Joe Mixon's one of the best players in the league, and they've got skilled players everywhere. You know, now they're going to have a hard time blocking Melvin Ingram. They're going to have a hard time blocking Joey Bosa. I get that. But I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I don't have the faith in Tyrod Taylor that obviously Anthony Lynn has. I worry about Tyrod Taylor being an effective player. Look, the Browns, when they had him as the starter, Hugh wanted to make him the starter. And then once we saw Baker go in there, it was different. Uh, I would take probably the Bengals and the points here. Now you only bet like things that you're comfortable with. You like you're not just out there shooting from the no. hip. Like so that you actually like that pick a lot then. I I, I, I I'm gonna give you the three picks that I like the most today. That's what I'm gonna bet on. Uh, what I'm gonna recommend you bet on. The other ones I'm I'm they're more leans for me. Like I don't have I don't feel good enough. I wanna watch Jacksonville play a game before I really go all out against them. Oh, but yeah. I like Indy's team, I like that matchup. And same thing here. I like the Bengals, but I want to watch that offensive line. There's some things I need to see. And without the preseason tape, for me, it's always based on the tape. Like Monday morning when I get in this office, I'm going to watch every single game and go over every game. And then that's going to lead me to making the, to the, my recommendations for the week. And then the power rankings, which I can't come up with power rankings now because I don't have any data. Last year, I used those power rankings tremendously. All right, Michael. Before we get into the last three games, why don't you? Since you just teased it, why don't we we get your your three picks, your three your three hammered Don picks for the uh, Here, for the weekend? Here's my three, and, and trust me, I won't go on any other show like Vegas Dave and pick the opposite. I know. I okay. I know. All right. Okay. We, yeah, we appreciate it. I think Jimmy Vaccaro used to do that too. Yeah, I mean that's the you know I got blocked by him on Instagram by the way, but that's a whole other question. <laughs> Vegas Dave blocked you? Yeah, he blocked me. 
Because I was, I was, I was just on Instagram. Like, why are you lying to people? Like, why are you, ripping, why are you the Bernie Madoff of people? Like, why are you doing this? I hate that he rips people off. I hate it. It bothers me. It's just, it's, it's, it's. My mother raised me right. Anyway, all right. Here's what I like. Former NFL GM. Hold on, though. Former NFL GM, a man who's been there, done that with the NFL, is going after a guy on Instagram named Vegas Dave. Mike, that is why I love. Always oh, deserve. I love it's deserve you. it. I love you. I, I mean, I just think it's bullshit that he's taking advantage of people and he's promising and he's lying. I just hate it. Anyway, here's where I am. I love, I love the Rams against the Cowboys. Oh, Whoa. No. And here's why. I think this will be the best the Rams look. I think Sean McVay's really good at knowing it. I think there's a ton of sharp action on the Rams, a ton of sharp action on the Rams. I think, you know, they only have 43% of the tickets. They got 60, 68% of the money. That combination I like. So I'm going to go Rams. I'll take the three. I'm going to take the Denver Broncos because I think they're the only team of the 16 that are playing that have a true home field advantage. Okay. That makes sense. Plus, you know, this game kicks off at 10-15 East Coast time, which is 9-15. I mean, for some of us, we're probably going to need to have a couple five-hour uh, five power drinks to stay awake for this. I don't know how the Titans practice for this and where their energy level is. Mm. I think that's a concern. And I think the altitude combined with that. Plus, they lost 16 to nothing out there last year. Mm-hmm. They, I think Vic Fangio knows how to stop a running game. I think he's very good at doing that. I think Pat Shermer's a better offensive coordinator than he is a head coach. I'm going to take Denver in the two and a half. And then I'm going to take Atlanta and hold my breath with Russell Wilson because I, I hate betting against Russell. But I think Atlanta has got a team that – for the most part, that if they stay healthy, I think they're going to move the ball really well offensively. And where'd you get that line? Two and a half? Two and a half. So most of the time, the li- I get the lines, you know, I, I, what I try to do just to, for to Eunice, you, so I, when I post these on Twitter, I, put, I talk about them on, this week my podcast was recorded on Wednesday, so I didn't have time to do it. But on my pod, I'll, I'll make the picks and they'll be based on the circle lines because that's at least pe- the, 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 the standard lines. I don't want, you know, if you can get a better number than what I'm yeah. giving you, go ahead and get it. All right, before we let you out of here, we have to get your opinion on Bucks Saints because I believe that's probably going to be the most watched game of the weekend, has the most intrigue. How do you think about your boy Tommy? I, I, I'm worried about I'm – wor- look, I think the Saints are one of the worst teams opening day that you can think of. Yep. I mean, Sean Payton, for as great a coach as he is, and I love Sean to death, they have not been very good on opening day. You know, they have struggled. I'm And, you know – I, I do think, you know, Bruce Arians has been good on opening day. I think Brady's going to get a lot of weapons. Todd Bowles understands how to play him. I, I would lean towards the Bucks here. I know there's a oh. lot of money come, coming in on the Bucks. It's very little, but the ticket count is little on the Saints and the money's little on. I don't like that. I never like that. I like low ticket count, high money. In this game, the, the 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 public and the pros seem to be on Tampa Bay. Oh. Yeah, sixty-two percent of the bets and sixty-seven percent of the money is on Tampa Bay. Saints are two and fifteen against the spread opening week the last seventeen years. Well, two years ago they lost the Bucks. I think worst our first week, and then they went into overtime against the Browns. I, mean, I, I, yeah, I could with, have that with, with Fitzpatrick starting. I, yeah. I, I don't think these are trends you can dismiss. It's like Andy Reid in September. Like, that's one of the things that pissed me off. I didn't say this yesterday to you. <laughs> Andy Reid in September is, is, is really good. Andy Reid off a of bye week is really good. Well, the opening day game is off a of bye week. 
Well, hold on though. Let's let's Andy Reid season ended last year. Remember, Andy Reid season was always like the first eleven weeks because the thought was that Andy Reid drew up so many plays and he didn't have the discipline to hold any back for the last end of the season. Now that he's got that team, Andy Reid season's now just all the way through February. Now I think, Mike. No doubt. I mean, look, they look. I before you came in, I was saying that they played a game that's not typical for the Chiefs. They didn't throw it down the field. They ran the ball which is something Andy really never wants to do. They ran it effectively. They had 13 third downs in a game. Usually the Chiefs only have eight third downs in a game. You know, they had 13. You want to. If you're playing the Chiefs, one of the things I would say is we want to get them in as many third downs as we can, which means you're not giving up big plays. And they were able to get in a lot of third downs, and they converted them. I just I just hammered the Buccaneers right there. Like as you were talking, I couldn't get my phone out fast enough <laughs> to hammer the Buccaneers. They're going to win, huh? You think they're going to do very well this weekend? I I think. Look again, forty three year old guy. This is the best he's going to look right in September. He's going to look his best. I mean, you know, it's 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 not going to get better in in December and January. It's going to get. You know, I know he's eating avocado ice cream and i love them to death but it's harder to get i mean look i'm 61 it's hard for me to get out of bed every morning it ain't easy you get the older you get it's hard 61 years old getting blocked on instagram <laughs> isn't that great i love it i'm so proud of that you know now i gotta go fishtail them. i'm gonna come up with an account i'm gonna get my you i get should. one of my daughter-in-laws to get on there and start harassing them fishtail you mean catfish whatever that is yeah something like that yeah <laughs> You're the best, Lombardi. You got Rams plus three, Broncos plus two and a half, Falcons plus two and a half. We will see you on Monday. Good luck. I can't wait, guys. Thank you so much. Hold on. Hey, we need a um, – we're doing a plus or minus oh, yeah, yeah, survivor yeah. Uh, in the office. And you can you can plus or minus one to any spread to help yourself out for the weekend. But it has to be your best bet, and we'll do a survivor who can obviously last throughout the entire season or the longest. Against the spread. Yep. No, no, you can pick anything. Yeah, 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 you can do anything. You can pick any game you want, winner, 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 chicken dinner, but the spread doesn't matter, right? I'll take Pittsburgh. No, the spread does matter. You can add one to is Yeah, so like if so you would I'll, either take I'll the- take I'll take Pittsburgh and I can get it down to four and a half. Yep. Yeah. All right, I'll take Pittsburgh. Okay, there it is. Love that. Hey, hey, don't lose this. Do not lose this opening week. That would be quite a shot at the Italian from New Jersey. Oh, it would be horrible. But, you know, you, you caught me off guard on that. I, I, I'd have to think about it. But, you know, I'll survive it. I'll be all right. All right, Michael. I, I mean, I think I'm okay on that. I'll take Pittsburgh. I, I, what do you have the line on Pittsburgh? I have it at five and a half. half right now. Five and a half. I mean, the, the Giants O-line stinks. They're, they're going to be... They're going to have a terrible night. I mean, you're on the right side of that. I hope so. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Watch that film on Monday. Let's get some better fucking answers next week. (laughs) All right. I promise. (laughs) All right. Let's do the survivor for the rest of the office. Let's do it. I did mine. You had the Colts minus six and a half. And am I going to be upset about that? Potentially. Am I going to allow the Colts to ruin my survivor plus or minus one thing for this entire office? Maybe. But I'm going Colts minus six and a half against the Jacksonville Jags. Go ahead and lock it up. I'm going to survive. I will survive. Hey, hey. Connor? Yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, in this scenario, I got to, you know, put my money where my mouth is. And so um, I'm going to go ahead and take the Patriots five and a half. Wow. That is so dumb. Um, Well, the more I think about it, 
The Dolphins have no – they don't have one game plan for this offense. It's unseen. It's what never been seen before. So if this offense comes out and it's something that, you know, is unique, that oh. Josh McDaniels, a great offensive mind, uh, put together all offseason with Cam, uh, I think that there's a chance, yeah, we could win by a touchdown. You're saying the Dolphins have no idea what the Patriots offense is going to look like? Uh, well, yeah, because it's brand new, right? So anyone who was on the Patriots last year, it's not as if they know what the Patriots – Patriots offense looks like this year, correct? It's going to look like a college offense that doesn't know how to throw the football. Okay, so you have no idea either. So let's find out. Let's find out, boys. And uh, let's ride with them. I'm going Buccaneers plus four and a half. Nice. That's smart. It sounds like that's smart money. Uh, I'm going to tail Pat here. I don't like it, but it's a common sense pick. Yeah, legit. Colts minus six and a half. Yeah, and by the way, everybody's going to think that I'm doing this just because I'm... You're not. Colts. I'm not. I'm doing this strictly because one team was trying to quit football this year and another team was trying to win football this year. And that just seems like a recipe for disaster for the Jacksonville Jags potentially. Ty, what do you got? Uh, I also want to go Colts minus uh, six and a half, but I'm going to go Packers plus three and a half. Oh, All everybody's right. just going yeah, with their hearts here. we go. Yeah, that's it. I wasn't going to, but I think they're going to win Don't, straight Foxy up. Foxy so. can't. You can't do that. Do it, Fox. You already know Lions are minus two and a half right now the Bears stink Mitch Trubisky stinks get that down to minus one and a half I do think it's a close game I think Matt Prater kicks the game winning field goal and we cover Raldi you got a pick the Seattle Seahawks coming in wow one and a half I don't like that that's dangerous what is it Seattle Seattle. minus one and a half against the Falcons Zito in the back Yep, bear Don, all the way, bears all the way. Wow. So plus four or whatever? Bears. Yeah, plus four. I think they're, it's plus three and a half. Oh, oh plus right four now it's a plus four and a half points. Even better. No big deal. Everybody's oh, no, no, I mean, they're two and a half right now, so they'll three be three plus and three and a half in this. Okay. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Bear uh, Don. Who else is back there? Uh, you got Jay. Jay, you doing this? Sure, what? Sure, why not? Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Here you yeah. go, Jay. Here you go, Jay. I'll take the... Cowboys. Oh, okay. Okay. Cowboys. Two. Minus two. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Is Mitt? Mitt's back there, yeah. Mitt, what do you got, buddy? Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Can't do it. That's like rule number one. That's like rule number one through five. Can't come on the microphone soft. People will think you're weak. Can't do it. Let's go. What are you doing? Mitt? Strong, Mitt. I got the... Uh, I got the Falcons. Sorry, I'm trying to run the uh, run the board back here. Hey, and you're doing a great job, buddy. Good job, great mate. Job. Great job. Nice job, Mitt. Falcons. Him boy, and Nick man. going up against each other. Falcons Foxy plus three and a half. Okay. Wow. Bags, what are you going with? Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys. Yeah, he's also on the boys. Cowboys minus two. Louis Bags. Cowboys that was AJ's Cowboys. too, right? That was also oh. AJ's. Yep. Okay. AJ Cowboys. Bill McComas is in here. Bill. Saints. Wow. Saints. Wow. Minus two. And a half? There's another straight up battle. Yeah, we got a lot of battles. So people didn't want to survive. People just no. Like, no, people get out of here right now. Go to war. And then Mr. Mansur, you're going with the Giants? Go ahead, Mike. I'm going with the Giants. Oh, wow. Big Danny Dimes, Saquon Barkley. Giants, I'm six and a half. Are you a Giants fan? I am. Let's go blue. Hey, okay. <laughs> a lot of people going to all teams. Home. You gotta love We're it. all homer pick. Hey, isn't Long Island normally a Jets town, though? Isn't Long Island a Jets town? Yeah, but like I spent my formative years in New York City, so. Ew. Oh, so New York City's Giants, Long Island's Jets. Long Island's mostly the Jets. And Jersey is Giants, right? Uh, Split. Depends on where in Jersey. Northern Jersey, big Giants people. Oh, man. Mm. Giants, they don't have a good offensive line. They're rebuilding a culture. 
did they lose the locker room yet? I don't know. Mm. Steelers probably get a win. I'm not going to do that. I feel hey, very good. I just feel comfortable with the points, babe. Yeah, yeah, you should, as you should. I just think you should feel really good. I just don't know if that's the right way to go. Hey, look, you just got to hope that Big Ben doesn't fucking touch the salami before. Oh, oh, oh. He's done with that. He told Jesus. That's not allowed on this show, okay? <laughs> All right, before we get out of here, I've got four picks for the weekend uh, that we'll keep track of all year long, obviously. Uh, I got Browns and Ravens under 48.5. Baltimore and Minnesota, both top five in rushing attempts last season. I say Minnesota because Stefanski's in Cleveland. So Baltimore's going to run the ball a lot. Browns, new D.C., okay? Joe Woods, when he took over for Baltimore in 2017, they finished third in rushing defense. They were 27th the year before. So I think Brown's rushing defense gets better to control Lamar and the Ravens. Obviously, the Baltimore defense is top 10 against the run. Mm. So a lot of ground, a lot of good defense. Brown's Ravens under 48.5. Packers and Vikings under 44.5. Last year, they were 21-16 and 23-10, both under. Last six games in this rivalry have gone under. Dolphins and Patriots under. I don't just don't trust these offenses at all. This show, I mean, I've gone to my phone and Max betted <laughs> – Three times now. Tony, Tony Unders is all the I way back. Unders. Hammer down. Hey, I love Unders. Hammer down. Browns, Ravens under 48. That seems like a lock. I loved hearing Both the teams reason. love to run the ball. Yeah. Clock's going to be running. And yep. if, that, if the Browns DC comes over, it may be. Comes over and changes the Browns defense, rushing defense. We got a thing there. We got a thing there. Yeah, you do. You're right. I'm on it. Though. And then obviously my, my last bet uh, was Colts minus seven and a half. And it's it just... Because Jacksonville feels like the Dolphins did last year, and I said it on your show earlier, Dolphins lost 59-10, 43-0, 31-6, 30-10 to, to start the uh, season last year. It just feels like it. just feels like it. Here's, here's my two bets of the love weekend. It. Okay? There's a spread the love campaign going on right now on FanDuel for all states that FanDuel is available. And it's for the Los Angeles Rams. They're currently at plus six, I believe. They've moved. <laughs> Hammer that. Hammer that one. It'll probably get <laughs> up. To, it ends. It'll probably get up to like plus twenty, plus thirty. It doesn't matter when you get in on it. You get the final total mm-hmm. for every I think five thousand betters on that. It goes up a point. So we need the entire team to really rally behind the spread the love for the Rams. That's just free fifty dollars there if we all get involved in that. And I think the number that Fanduel is set to lose here <laughs> is. Mighty, and that's what we're in this for. Yeah. Yep. And also, uh, the Colts minus seven and yeah. a half, the boost from minus one fifteen to plus one forty. That feels like an absolute lock. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't know what Gardner Minshew is going to be able to do. And maybe that defense last year that was unbelievable for the Colts is just confused by the lack of players that they know who's on the team. And maybe that offensive line that rested for a day and is feeling good just doesn't know how to block people anymore. And maybe Philip Rivers doesn't know how to throw dimes anymore. And maybe you know, there's a lot of maybe's there. I guess that could potentially mm-hmm. happen. This feels like. A blowout for the Colts, and I'm going to continue my hot streak on Fanduel, trying to bankrupt them this 2020 NFL That's beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing that Fanduel Sportsbook does. That spread the love thing? Oh my God! It's dumb. Stealing money. It's literally. I don't know if I could say that, but it's stealing money. Highway robbery. It is. Yeah, I think it's a plus five, plus six, and right plus now. 140 on the Colts normal line. Oh. Also, a thing of beauty. Gumby, do you have three or four bets that we could get out of here? On? I got three here, Tone. Okay. I am going to take the Panthers plus three at home wow. against the Raiders. Teddy Bridgewater 16 and 2 against the spread as a dog Ooh. and the Raiders 0 3 and 1 against the spread their last four as a road favorite. I am taking the Bucks like we said Saints terrible week 1. Yep. Tom Brady 37 16 and 1 against the spread as a dog in his career. Hasn't and, been a dog in 75 games, is yeah. that correct? 74. 74. Yeah, Bill Belichick 75 and counting. How you doing? And I'm going with the Seahawks. Yeah. 
minus really? minus two and a half eight and two last 10 as a road favorite and the falcons are zero and four against the spread their last four week one games all right so pat's got the la- the rams spread the love that's a winner uh-huh. colts minus seven and a half get it plus 140 uh-huh. gumpy's got the panthers bucks in seattle uh-huh. lombardi's got the rams broncos and falcons i have the under in green bay and minnesota cleveland and baltimore Pats and Dolphins, and then the Colts minus seven and a half. Yeah. Appreciate everyone watching. Yeah, here we go. Let's all make our money. We will be back on Monday to recap the weekend and also talk about the two Monday night games. Can't thank Mr. Lombardi enough. Pat, thank you for coming and joining. Boys. Oh, no. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Hammer. Don. See you Monday.